Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Happy New Year to all of the babes of the new truth podcast all of the loves of our life <laughs> the, our listeners on the new truth podcast welcome to season two whoa season, season two. two season two episode one which we have been nudging about and uh revealing over the past couple of weeks and really this morning as we were talking season two represents a reset not we're we're not really changing we're not changing the new truth podcast like the new truth podcast is freaking amazing we are solid in the message of really tearing apart the fairy tale and what you'll get to hear this year is us taking on rom-coms the music that you know harms our heart and what it really means you know the message is about what it means to actually be empowered in your life and in love and the reset is about representing who Kate and I have become over the course of four years of weekly podcast episodes and deepening in our own client work and, and our businesses, and that many of you are maturing along with us and that we're welcoming in, as always, every week we welcome in new people listening to The New Truth. And we're so grateful that you're with us. Welcome if you're new. We're so grateful for the ways in which you have shared this podcast and you know, we're so grateful for to have this platform to talk about this message that no one else is talking about, that what you mostly see is how to get him to commit, how to, you know, make him, drive him wild, how to make him miss you, how to be more feminine, all of these messages that you should be someone that you're not in order to have love and that love only exists in a man. And that is not the truth that is not the path of purpose and passion and pleasure and most of all self-advocacy and confidence or self-love, right? To look for yourself in the arms of another. So today's episodes, we're starting season two with becoming the love of your life. Yeah. I, as you were talking about season two, I was thinking, or just not thinking, I was imagining like every woman on planet earth hearing this message, this message of liberation, this message of freedom from the fantasy of life and fantasy messages go way beyond love yes. and dating and relationships as we talk about on so many episodes, but the fantasy messages are everywhere of what we're supposed to look like, of how we're not supposed to age, of how we're, what our body shape should be, of what our houses should look like, what our bank account should be. Um, what our life should look like. And, you know, so many women are starving 
for romance because they're actually starving to feel something because they're living this scripted life that somebody else handed over to them that's rooted in fantasy that's for everybody else's perception of them rather than learning how to live a life that's in alignment with their heart, their own heart, their own desires. Most women don't even know their own desires. So my intention with season two is that we have at least a billion women listening, but and so it is. And so it is. No, a billion, a billion, at least a billion of the women on planet earth need to know this message of living the truth of your own life. And Catherine and I don't have the answers for you. This is a journey of self-discovery and self-exploration. And the longer you are on the journey, the more you are going to love yourself and know yourself and learn about yourself and learn about how to become the love of your life because that's who you've been waiting for. And that's the secret to having an aligned partner. Right. The, the the fairy tale path tells you that you have to go and find love. The fairy tale path says you have to become someone other than who you are. Right. The fairy tale also says don't have needs, always be kind, always be pleasant, always be nice. And that's the way to find the love of your life and that you only have love if you have a partner. Whereas I've been saying in my works, since I started is the love that you are is the North star to partnership. The fullness of who you are is how you find a partner. The fullness of who you are is how you create, have an external representation of what's happening internally. Cause there's no way around that. My friends, your external life represents what is happening for you inside your limiting beliefs, your fears, what you tolerate or what you allow there is no escaping that. And this isn't about I'm to blame if I don't have the things that I want. Really what's behind becoming the love of your life is becoming an aligned match to whatever you want on the plane of health, wealth, romance, friendship, purpose. You have to become the person that is available for the thing that you want. It doesn't happen through entitled little girl demand that men should behave the way you want them to behave or that the dating app should change or that, you know, um, punishing men into, you know, becoming who you want them to be. Becoming the love of your life is about how do I recognize that the only person I have control over is me. The only person that I can choose how I, how they show up is me. No one else. And the fairy tale says, I should be lucky with whatever kind of attention I get. <laughs> the fairy tale says, all I have to do is helplessly and hopelessly wait for a magical man to show up and make it all better for me. Rather than if you have been with us for four years, you know that self-responsibility is at the core of this message. So for me, the first the first step of becoming the love of your life is actually looking at all of the stories you're telling yourself about what should be happening in your life in order for you to be happy, right? And how how deep the fairy tale runs, meaning are you still looking to be saved? Are you still looking for someone else to make life easier for you? Are you still looking for a man to make you feel 
lovable, worthy, beautiful enough that the ant like self-love is not just like saying cute affirmations in the mirror. Self-love is about valuing yourself. Self-love is waking up in the morning and saying, regardless of whether or not I have any male attention at all, I am beautiful. I have worth. I have value. I'm here for a reason. I matter. And I'm not waiting for someone else to tell that to me. And that was, that was my, that was my waking up. Like that was my surrender into love of saying how I was waiting for someone else to prove to me that I belonged and that I had worth. And I was, and I chased male attention for a very long time because that was the only way I felt worthy. So that's the beginning of becoming the love of your life of saying, where am I fucking waiting? That's the energy of the new year. We're going to out with the waiting energy, right? And now we're in main character energy and we you better believe that's like the number one t-shirt I want for the new truth is main character energy t-shirt yes that's the the start for me becoming the heroine of your own story that's where the heroine phrase or term came from is you know most women are not even playing they're playing like an extra in their own movie in their own story are you taking charge are you taking responsibility and if you're in you know blame or fantasy or um, you'll never get to experience what you want to experience. That's the thing. Like no matter what your mind is, your, the ego will always play the trick on you, telling you once you lose 10 pounds, once you get the guy, once he proposes, once you get married, once, 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 then you're going to feel good. Then once you're going to time. <clears throat> exactly. Then you'll feel happy. Then you'll have it all. And the truth is, that's not true. You'll feel good temporarily, but it's so fleeting. And I know everyone listening has had that experience where you got the thing, you feel amazing, like a new relationship where you're all high and okay, I've arrived. I'm here. I'm here. I'm so happy. I've got it. I'm so confident. I feel amazing. I feel sexy and beautiful and powerful. And the relationship delivers all of those things or so, so it appears. And then, you know, a few months in like, oh my God, he hasn't told me he loves me yet or whatever is is the next thing that comes knocking (laughs) on your door, right? It's like, nope, your ego's like, that's not enough. That's not enough. I need something else. I remember being in my twenties and being in this relationship with this man who loved me more than anyone ever had before. And he was so expressive and so generous and so kind and so doting and just so sweet. And I was really attracted to him. Like it was a really great match. And I remember thinking, God, it still doesn't feel like enough. And it's because I was trying to stuff this empty hole inside of me with his love and with more love and more validation and more, more approval and more, 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 more. And it was never enough because it never will be enough when it's coming from outside. So becoming the love of your life is like becoming the woman who you want to be because the, the partnership that's actually a match for you, it, it, you're going to attract what's a match for where you're at, you're at, which is what you said. So if you become the woman who is powerful and confident and feels beautiful and loves herself and is kind to herself and treats herself with, with grace and with uh, compassion and with reverence, then you're going to attract that, right? So I... I would highly recommend that you start also looking at how are you treating yourself right now, right? If you're internally looking in the mirror and 
judging yourself constantly and you're listening to that voice in your head and you're believing everything that voice in your head is telling you and you're beating the shit out of yourself and you're hard on yourself and you're hurting yourself, but you're wanting someone else to love you. That's a great place to start. How can you every single day start practicing, pra practicing treating yourself differently? Right. How do you want to be treated in a loving relationship? Treat yourself that way. And I've had clients who are in relationships that aren't very loving and kind because they've lost that loving feeling and all the years and resentment builds and they started treating themselves differently. And lo and behold, so did their partner and so did their mother-in-law or whoever else used to piss them off because they took responsibility for what's happening inside. When we clean up the inside, the outside reflects that. That's it. That's it. And I, you know, every woman on the planet has that voice in her head, by the way, you know, like if you, an inner critic, the inner saboteur, every human being has that voice. And the work is recognizing that the saboteur and the ego is not one day going to start being kind to you. <laughs> like it's not going to stop. The inner critic doesn't stop being a critic. So this, the actual self-development and personal healing is I have to find the voice of the heroine, the voice of love that already exists inside me. It's not in a man or not getting the world to tell me the things that I need to hear. It's recognizing that the heroine and the inner wise woman already exists. You just don't listen to her. You don't choose her because you don't slow down long enough to hear her or you're too busy listening to whatever the, the critic says and then feeling like crap rather than saying, stop. You actually, every woman has to stand down her own saboteur and critic. Like that's part of maturation. That's part of your own inner boundaries. How are you going to have boundaries with other people? If you don't even have boundaries with yourself, my love boundaries with self start actually there is I'm not going to listen to that inner critic voice anymore. Boundaries with self is I'm not going to spend five hours scrolling Instagram and then feeling bad about myself because I'm comparing myself to everybody else. Boundaries with self are I'm not going to stay up late watching TV when actually sleep is the thing that I need. Boundaries with self are about how you develop self-respect and valuing yourself. And for all of you that want to be a mother, I feel very passionate about this. All of you that think you're going to do the thing that your kid needs, but you don't do that for yourself. You think you can track the needs of someone else constantly when you don't do that for yourself. It doesn't work that way. And I am a perfect example because my childhood was my mother saying all the right shit. I was told I was beautiful. I was told that I was loved. My mom did things for me, brought me to all my soccer games, bought prom dresses, right? Was available in that way. But I watched her, and this is front and center for me now being in my mothering. I watched her never speak kindly to herself, never laugh, never have love with my father, never take care of herself. Kids are, kids don't care what you say. It's what's modeled. So if you have the, so becoming the love of your life, becoming the woman who already has the things that she wants, you start now. You don't say, oh, I'll do that. I'll take care of myself when I have a partner. I'll, I'll put myself first when I have a kid. It doesn't work that way. You have to, becoming the love of your life is saying, okay, who am I on the other side of, yes, having those things, but how would I be behaving in my life right now? This is actually like manifestation 101, right? I stopped waiting. 
I'm going to keep saying that becoming the love of your life and ending the child energy is you no longer wait. Right. So with two, you know, we're, we're here, we are in 2024 and we had a really epic episode about ending 2023 around what do you want to create in 2024? How many of you wait to take a trip that you want to do or go on a retreat or start something? Because you tell yourself, I'll do that when I have a partner. How about you do that now? How about you take that trip now? How about you start that that endeavor now? How about you enter into creative energy now rather than waiting? Because the energy of waiting is the class. I mean, that is the fairy tale, right? Standing in the tower, asleep under the glass case, <laughs> right? The waiting energy is actually how you know very well you're in maiden, princess, disempowered energy. Yes. And treating yourself well has to start now. It doesn't start with a partner because everything you just said, it you will be treated how you tolerate being treated, right? This is the, I mean, raise your standards. This was the epic episode of, of January 1st, 2023. We did raise your standards in 2023. Becoming the love of your life is that, is I decide what I will let in and what I will keep out. Right. I decide how I will teach people to treat me. And now this is important because some of you think teaching people how to treat you is by actually teaching them from that like nasty energy of telling them what to do. Boundaries are not telling people what to do. So I have a really beautiful client right now who um, literally just this morning, she was texting me. She's in practice of observing energy when she's dating. Right. Not um, trying to get men to show up the way that she wants them to just observing how they do. And she sent me a message this morning. Oh, so she wrote, Kevin, this is what I'm noticing. He says something, but then he doesn't follow through or he changes the plan at the last minute, or he waits for the plan at the last minute. And then it's, and so this is beautiful observing energy. She's not reactive. She's not in some kind of childish tantrum. And of course the teaching that I offer her is great. So now it's early. It's very early for this person, by the way. She's only gone on two dates with this person. So the energy is I pull away, right? I literally get to say, oh, this doesn't work for me. I don't like this. And not I now have to write him a five paragraph fucking text about how much she doesn't like this and what he should be dif doing differently. But to breathe into her heart where she has two options, she either can say, say something that just says, Hey, you know, this really doesn't feel good for me. And I don't think we're on the same page of what we want to create. Or she can just stop, stop engaging and not from ghosting, but from, it's only been two dates. So I don't actually owe this person anything, but from, I don't give, I don't reward behavior that doesn't work for me. And this is what women don't know how to do. They only know how to slam what they don't like right? And get all high and mighty about what someone should have done differently or should be different for them rather than, oh, I'm dealing with just what I feel about this, which is I don't like it. I don't like it. And now I get to be different and decide to do something different. Child energy is this tantrum to demanding that the world shows up how they want it to. That's not how life works, even though that's what the fairy tale told us. Life, it's not life's job to become what you want it to be. It's not life's job to make it easier for you. Life is doing life. The mystery of life is going to be the mystery of life. And, and your mystery belongs to you, right? So this isn't about comparing yourself to other people. It's just how am I bringing myself to my life? That's how you become the love of your life. Am I being the love that I'm seeking in my own life right now? Am I being two men 
the way I want to be. Am I treating men the way I want to be treated? Most of you treat men like crap. Actually, stay tuned for an episode on that. But it's that my being the friend, right? Instead of just, oh, so-and-so is not being the kind of friend that I want, or I wish they would show up differently. We only know how to complain about it rather than self-advocacy, actually asking for what you need or expressing the impact somebody's having on you. Or two, just being in the grace of like, oh, this is, this is not a match. Then I'm going to show up how I want to be in the world, regardless of how other people are behaving. What's the thing, the mother Teresa thing. She's like, if people are, you know, not being loving, like you love them anyway, like you be loving. And that's how you become the love of your life. You stop waiting for someone else to give you what you want and you become the thing that you want. That's the magic. Yes. I love all of that. And, and here's the thing. You are it. You are it. You are the love of your life. You just don't know it. And you've been chasing that thing and that guy and that woman and that person and that job and that whatever to to feel it. But the reality is it is you. And there's only one of you. And there's only ever going to be one of you. And you don't know how much time you have here in this vehicle that you're in. And it needs you. It needs your love and attention. And I just think like when you talk about that client, how loving is that for both of them? For her to sit with, oh, actually, this doesn't feel aligned. That that guy's not right or wrong or good Correct. or bad, which is what most people sit with. Most people look through the lens of, oh, everyone else is wrong and I'm right or I'm wrong and they're right. There's something, there's nothing wrong with anyone. Everyone's just doing them whether doing them is triggering to you or doing them is illegal or whatever. It's like, we all have our own adventure here on planet earth and you get yours and you're the only one who gets yours. And so by you making your choices from that place inside that internal compass, that is, wait, does this actually feel good? Does this, and not, not for a place of that this person isn't giving me what I want, which is why that having that baseline of loving, learning how, if you don't know how to love yourself, make it your devotion this year, right? Devoting yourself to yourself, because if you want someone else to devote themselves to you and to a relationship with you, they're going to be so much more likely to do it. And you'll be so much more likely to be able to receive it if you're devoting yourself to yourself. So devote yourself to learning, even if you're like, but I hate myself. That's where I started. Me too. I remember the first time my best friend said, you need to have self-love. I was like, what? That is absurd. Like, what does that even mean? I hate myself. And I was so mean to myself internally. And then I named her Regina (laughs) and got intimate with that part of me and stopped letting that part lead. And I started to talk to myself differently. And I started to treat myself differently. And I I start to care for myself differently and I start to honor those inner nudges, those inner pulses. And I started to explore the parts of myself I had been so scared of, like sensuality or power or whatever. And I started to invest in myself and I started to awaken my relationship to myself. And from that place, every single relationship is different. And the most honoring thing you can do for everyone in your life, including that date, even if you've you know, had 10 dates with someone, and you decide, actually, this is feeling complete. This is no longer feeling aligned. You don't have to have reasons. You don't have to have justifications. It's just not aligned. And that's the most honorable thing for everyone. So that is becoming the love of your life, is starting to treat yourself like you are because you are. 
you're chasing you, everything you feel. And I know we've said this in so many episodes, but we'll say it a million times over. Everything you feel in your life is you, your pain, your pleasure, your joy, your connection, your intimacy. And yes, we get to share it with other people and we get to be activated by other people. But ultimately, it's your own heart you're feeling. And we give the other person all the credit. And we chase this idea of this thing. Nobody who's chasing the idea of the thing, even if they had the perfect wedding, they have the perfect house, they have the perfect family, they have the perfect Christmas pajamas, they have the perfect looking external. If they're chasing the thing from the external, guaranteed they don't feel that depth of love inside if they haven't come home and built a relationship with the true love of their life and learned how to actually receive love and feel love and embody love. It is our true, true nature. And for every single one of us, we were shut down from it. Or, and really didn't have the models. So now this is about community. And this is what we're super, super excited about, about the quality of interviews we have coming for you this year that, you know, I've, I really was driving the other day and just was thinking about that, the powerful quote of you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Right. And so this is a perfect time to take inventory of how do I feel about myself when I'm in the presence of the women that I hang out with? Right. What is the quality of conversation with all of the women I hang out with? Do I know what it's like to be around women who love themselves? Cause now we're in the sisterhood wound of everyone feeling threatened by women who love themselves. So if you're threatened by women to love themselves, that is the anchor to tell you that that's your edge of growth, right? They're modeling for you. What is yours to step into? Because my favorite thing of my evolution is really asking myself that question all the time. Like I become like the five people I spend time with. And when you're dating someone, remember, you know, I, I actually saw this, this meme I just sent to, um, <laughs> I just sent to one of my clients that it's like, when you are dating someone or ask yourself, do I want to be more like this person? Cause that's how I'm choosing them. I'm going to be influenced by the people I spend time with. And if you spend time with women who all don't like themselves, who all are behaving from the fairy tale program, it's going to be really hard to shift on your own. And that's why we have the New Truth Movement Facebook group. And what's what's cool is some of you are writing in there like, oh, do you live, does so-and-so so live in, so in, in whatever area? You can literally just write, I want to connect with someone who follows these principles. And you can talk on the phone and have a Zoom call. You don't have to live in the same place. And there are women who the personal development industry is a multi-billion dollar industry right now. Like there are plenty of people doing work on themselves on in the on the planet. Plenty of women who are doing the work of dismantling the fairy tale, who are coming home to themselves, who are doing the work of saying, I want to be who I am in the world and set myself free from the old paradigm and all the different ways that it functions. It's your job to find those people. And that's what becoming the love of your life is too. You can also lead. So you can look for the women who are already in this message, or you can become the leader in your circle of friends where you just say, you know what? I'm not going to tolerate us putting ourselves down anymore. I don't even remember what year it was. I think it was before 2020. But one of my promises to myself was I was going to stop apologizing for my appearance. And I probably talked about that in one of our episodes where I woke up on January 1st, maybe it was 2019, where I just noticed I kept doing that. Like I'd sign on to Zoom, like, oh, sorry, I don't have any makeup on. Like, sorry, I look really tired. 
I have stopped doing that. So also ways to build self-love are about keeping promises to yourself. And so that's the last thing I'll say today around becoming the love of your life. You're looking for someone to promise themselves to you, to commit themselves to you, right? To give you the ring rather than what are my promises to myself? What are my vows to self around the kind of relationship that I want to create with myself and ending apologizing for my appearance absolutely transformed my life in, in several ways but promises to yourself around how often you want to exercise during the week, who you want to spend time with, how, what time you're going to go to bed, how, what kind of energy you're going to bring in. If you're not reading inspirational books, if, if, if you're on Instagram, and you're not inspired by the people you follow. Why are you following them? If you're following people that then you feel like shit about yourself from, and you then compare yourself to you're in charge of what you take in it's not someone else's job to create different content for you to be more comfortable with on Instagram, by the way, but everyone's doing that. Everyone's policing what people share on their own Instagram pages these days. It's your job to say, I'm in charge of what I take in. How does this feel? How does this feel when I'm around this person? How does this feel when I take in this content? How does this feel um, when I you know, listen to this podcast? Most of you have shared we get countless messages every single day. All of you that have become clients, one of the first things you say is how inspired and empowered and on purpose you feel after listening to one of our episodes. And that is our intention. Our intention is perspective shifts. Our intention is to give you opportunities to say, I, how do I want to be different in my world? Coaching work is where transformation actually happens. When it's the day-to-day -day deep dive into personal healing, the podcast is inspiration. The podcast is perspective shifting. The podcast is offerings for you to do something different with your life, but only you decide, only you can make any of that happen. We don't make anything happen for you. We open the door and say, this is what's possible. And you get to decide if you walk through. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's a great time for just cleaning up right? New year, new you, cleaning up what needs to be let go of, what habits need to be cleaned up and what new ones can I replace them with and set yourself up for success, right? Rather than if you're, if your saboteur is in charge of setting your goals, quote unquote, for the year, mm. and you're forcing yourself to go to the gym, but you hate going to the gym. This used to be me every year with my boy boyfriend in my twenties, we book a gym pass and we'd be like, we're going to go. Yeah, we're going to go. And I'd go and I'd hate it. And I'd not want to go. And I hated the smell and I hated the feeling and I hated the energy in gyms. It was not for me. And I kept trying to force myself because I had this belief I had to go to the gym. And once I let that go and was like, wait, what do I want to do? Ooh, dance class. Okay, that lights me up. Ooh, Pilates, that is fun. My body loves it. Once I found the things that my body wanted to do, it was devotion was easy. That was the easy part because they were things that lit me up, right? So pay attention to what part of you is choosing to, you know, do your intentions, where you want to go, what you want your year to be who you want to become, like, where's that coming from? Is it your true desires? And let yourself actually choose something that feels good from the inside out. And that like, you get to know your, your own heart and your own body through doing things that you desire and through like the becoming the love of your life where you get to just feel good in your life. And, you know, hard things still happen, challenges still happen. But when you are, when you have a life that fills you up, 
a life that you love, you can navigate what comes up. You can navigate challenges. You can navigate relationships ending, jobs changing, because you have an anchor and you feel good inside. So yeah, that's that's it. That's Perfect. it. It's your year. Time to step up and show up for yourself in ways that you want to be shown up for. And we are, I mean, it's episode one, season yeah. two, episode yeah. <laughs> one, after saying like episode 198, 205. Mm-hmm. So this, this feels so, so good. We really have a lot of exciting things coming for you. I'm very, very excited about our first interview this month for you to hear her. And very excited about the merchandise that is absolutely going to be happening this year. T-shirts and sweatshirts and and cute crop tops and a very special new truth journal that is going to, to be designed to support you in exactly that, becoming the heroine of your life, becoming the love of your life and the recognition that it is what we do daily that makes the biggest difference in our life. Not one off rah-rah experiences, but every single day, what is your devotion to self? And we love you. We wish you a happy new year from all over the, all of you all over the world. And as always, please know our doors are open for one-on-one work, for program work, and most of all, for you to reach out about episodes you'd like us to cover, right? We really, that's our, our personal favorite. When you tell us what's happening for you and what an episode you'd want us to, you know, to talk about. So please know that our door is always open for that. You can send us emails, private messages on Instagram, or just write in the Facebook group, you know, Hey, this is what's going for me going on for me. Can you do an episode on X? Because there is not a single woman in the world who is struggling with something that another woman isn't also thinking or struggling with or wanting to know the answer around. You are never alone. And thank you for being with us. And we'll see you soon. See you soon. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon. 